Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hello and thank you very much for downloading the podcast. We are saying hello to you just after Manchester City team news is uh, broken. Uh, and uh, we've got Adam Keyworth and Alex Boardman in for the entire show. Uh, it was wonderful. Uh, you're just digesting the City team news. I suppose anyone listening probably knows the result. Uh, but just your early, early, early thoughts, Adam? Not a clue. Not a clue. Not and a that clue. is how... We're not playing a left back. Well, that's how most of the show goes. We don't play left back. Uh, right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, give us all five stars and subscribe. Uh, I think we've done wonderfully well. Uh, bye. Have a lovely, sh- a lovely night. Should I say that? Is that weird? Day? Love you. Day? I love you. Be listening wherever you want. I love you. Day. Just, just, God, just be yourself. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday, midway through the week, so the Wednesday club has arrived. An hour of footballing chat from now till 7 o'clock. If you're listening on the podcast, wherever you are, uh, just strap yourselves in because we've got a lot to talk about. When they say the business end of the season, I think we are just weeks away from that really kicking in. So we're on the cusp and we are going to be talking about the trophies Manchester City are still in the running for. It is a lot, by the way, so if no blues, if you're a non-blue flan, you're red, you go another team. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a disappointing talk, but if you are a blue, uh, smiles on your faces. Four trophies still up for grabs. On the blue side of Manchester, he will be here for another hour from Blue Moon Rising. It's Adam Key with Hello Adam. Hello, thanks for letting me in the club. Yes, first time on a Wednesday show. Uh, so if you are a listener, you know there is an initiation coming up for Adam. Uh, and on the red side, uh, the legend that is... <laughs> Let's Alex see. Boardman, who does uh, the brand new Sunday show, which is sounding wonderful at the minute. Mm. Uh, make sure you're listening to that wherever you are, uh, six or seven on a Sunday. Hello, Alex. Hi, Joe. Lots to talk about. We are going to be previewing, obviously, Manchester City's Champions League game against Schalke. Uh, you've also got big, big games coming up for United and City on Sunday. It's a massive Super Sunday that uh, Liverpool against United. Liverpool coming to Old Trafford. City going to Wembley could get their first 
trophy of the season. Uh, a couple of questions we want to talk to you about, um, and we will be asking you throughout the whole show. It's inv- about you getting involved. Eight double seven double one. 0345 treble one seven six two five. Come and have your say. I've been working very hard all day on a special League Cup final game that I'm going to put into all of you. Hopefully, you'll uh, be able to get involved in ho- at home as well. Uh, so we are just going to start briefly by looking over uh, because we haven't done it yet. Because yesterday on the on the football social was a Man City show. Uh, United's win against Chelsea in the FA Cup. Um, Alex, it was a game that you wouldn't called United favourites. No. I think it was neck and neck. No, we really would. I looked thinking um, putting cheeky doubles on and stuff, and actually Chelsea were favourites, which is um, surprising when you think they pretty much only the week before been hammered mm-hmm. by City. From start to finish, though, the question I want to ask you, were United good or were Chelsea poor? United were great. Chelsea, United just didn't let Chelsea play. Um, and I think had United gone in with a slightly different attitude... Um, I think Chelsea looked like they were really up for that and they just couldn't couldn't get in the game because United were almost perfect. It was one of the best performances, probably the best performance of the season, I thought. We were, we were wonderful. It's no mean feat either, is it? Going to Stamford Bridge and getting anything. No, especially in a cup game as well because, you know, they'd just been hammered by City. Um, they progressed, well, they not progressed, had they? they beaten, yeah. was it Malmo 2-1 on the yeah. Thursday? So... Um, Chelsea were one of those sides where they seem to like they'll, they'll have a, a loss then they'll come back into it and also they're decent decent players and they're at home and we've got a terrible record there or we did have until Monday night so um, I just thought Solskjaer's management was questioned after the PSG game yeah. and it, it was one of those things where people were saying oh the, you know reality check and uh, Paris was so much better than us um, and I think they were better than us um, but only after the changes and it was a case of without Lingard without um, Martial are we, are we good enough to go to Chelsea and win it and um, Solskjaer absolutely proved playing two up front playing Mata at the top of a diamond Mata was incredible I just thought I, I'd loved it I loved everything about Monday it was brilliant tell you one thing I saw so as I said to you before we come on air I, I went into the pub th- thinking quiet pint before I go to this gig and they've got it on in the pub aren't they because it's BBC yep. One Sergio Romero is one hell of a backup keeper. Oh, yeah, he's 100% is wow. a one hell of a backup keeper. Um, from the outside looking in, uh, for the quality that Manchester United want to play next season, got an eye on next season, I really think it was a poor display on such a stage that they could have really produced something special for Sanchez and Lukaku. A lot of pressure on both men to do something. You yeah. look at you look at the second goal, Pogba's header. It has been talked about. You look back at it on the clip of what, happens between two players the ball gets pushed out wide and you see the determination between Pogba and Lukaku to get in that box Lukaku is just slow jogging he knows there's an opportunity for him to score a goal there but he does not have the drive that Pogba does and he races in and he beats them defenders and that's the kind of player you want at Manchester United Lukaku for me just looked like he couldn't be bothered it was his moment to shine and he saw he just put a bit of effort in for that run you could have been on the end of that ball of, uh, of the cross that came perfectly flying into the box and for me it just looked like it was a no-show for Lukaku. See, I, dis- I disagree with that. I think Sanchez firstly only played about 15 minutes when he came on, so it does show where he is in the pecking order. Even worse news for Fred, who's not getting on. Three substitutions made, and Fred's not even getting on when Matic's mm. looked like he could get sent off. I thought Lukaku did lots of things really well. I thought his link-up play with Rashford was good. I thought he held the line up 
top in the first half, especially really well. I thought they put pressure on the back. Chelsea's back sort of five stroke, two or three, depending on how they seem to be changing that all the time. Um, and when that run you're talking about, I've seen the clip on Twitter and Pogba gets the, the break in him because Pogba's facing that way. So Pogba's three yards in front anyway and lightning fast. Lukaku doesn't bust the gut. However, if Rashford doesn't cross the ball in there, he's, he's arriving at the penalty spot. Um, so I think it, you know you don't you don't want two players making exactly the same run. There there are times when Lukaku just looks a bit lumbering, and he really didn't last season. I just don't know what's happened. I don't know if it's the weight. I don't know if it's his confidence. I don't know if he's been told he's leaving. He just doesn't seem a hundred percent bothered. But I thought he played okay in that game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? You changed your mind. He played okay. But for a, a, a determination of what Ollie wants to do under Manchester United, or what Ollie, what Ollie's plan might be if he gets the full-time role, does Lukaku fit in it? I don't, I don't, don't know. know. He needs to lose a couple of stone. He, yeah, was, he was a lot lighter last year. But Adam, you might have seen this with City as well. I can remember it for years with United. So in that game for us, we had Herrera played brilliantly. Pogba played very, very well. Um, Rashford played brilliantly. Smalling... Um, was really, really good, and so was Lindelof. And that's five to have five sort of eight, nine out of tens. You don't get that every you can if you're a decent team with world class players, City can get away with all being six or seven out of ten and Aguero being eight or nine. You rarely get so many playing well, do you? Yeah, it's it's one of those games, like you said, where it's potential for Chelsea to go into that game, win it because of the dodgy run that they go on. But it's it's just a bit of a weird one. From the outside looking in, United are scrapping hard and it's paying off. Obviously, whatever he's he's put under them has worked. So you can't really knock it. You just Well, is it 13 now? Is, the record, is it 13 or 14 games? 13 games. 13 games, 11 wins, one draw, yeah, one loss. You can't knock it. You can't. That's, as good, that's better than some, anyone's record Some currently. people have been putting, oh, Jose probably would have won 11. Come on. Yeah. No, and that, that I would agree with it should be the case and we'll speak about this in the preview to Liverpool uh, so I'm going to put the Ollie chat on hold for a bit mm-hmm. uh, because Liverpool-Manchester United is happening on Sunday it's going to be a big game a lot of repercussions around the Premier League for that game as well uh, but we're just going to move on to Manchester City we will be on air as the team news breaks so we'll make sure we give you that at quarter to seven so stick around for that and hearing who Pep Guardiola is going to play in this first leg of the Champions League the question that well, on yesterday's uh, show, go and get the show if you're a City fan, the Blue Moon Rising podcast, uh, it was all about the trophies that they were still in. They had no talk about the priority, and that's what I'd like to bring up today, 877-01-0345-111-7625, the priority of trophies for Manchester City in its pecking order <laughs> would be... What, Adam? And no. you can text us in by yourself as well, 87711. What is the pecking order, oh, starting got, from the most important? I've got two answers for you. So, <laughs> the first answer is the League Cup is currently the top, because we've got, we're in the final on Sunday. You win that, you knock that one off, and then you go again for the next one you can win. But, if you go in from a general point of view, and if you'd have asked me at the start of the season, give me your four in order. Premier League, number one. I'll tell you why in a sec. Champions League. <laughs> See, I, I, think, I think this is just... League Cup. Reason being, so, we've had it rammed down our, our throats for the last six years. You've got to retain the Premier League. You've got to do it to become a, a proper big club or whatever. No one's done it for 10 years and it shows how hard it is. And for Pep to be able to go and do that now 
especially when the league is as competitive as it is this year. Obviously, last year was a total walkover. This year is totally different than last year. So, I want us to win the Premier League again. Just make get Liverpool out of the way, and then we'll see. I think as well, the Champions League, for as much as we want to win it, and as much as I want to see us win it, because then we've we've won the lot. That is very different. The Premier League, thirty-eight games, and you get some absolutely bizarre results, but you're not out in in things like the Champions League. Look at Liverpool last year; they they had some luck, and then definitely didn't have any luck in the final. And I think the difference between the Premier League and the Champions League is the Premier League. You don't you can get away with some some bad results and some flukes and whatever. In the Champions League, if you get a bad result, you're out. And like Liverpool that did... Mean, what, I mean, that means you have to be on your game every Absolutely. Every point. A- absolutely. And I don't know. It's weird. If you'd have asked me this and we'd already have won the Champions League, my answer might be... <laughs> different. But because we haven't won it, this year I want us to win the Premier League. And with the Champions League, yeah, the draw's been favourable with Schalke. I say that before we play them tonight, which is stupid. Um, <laughs> They've had some good draws in everything, actually, haven't they? Yeah. They've had good draws in the FA Cup. Those the hot League balls. Cup. Yeah, hot balls <laughs> that we finally got. But... Someone put out a stat the other day, between 20, 2011 and 2018, City drew a Premier League side or a Championship side for the whole seven years in all the domestic cup competitions. This year, we've been a bit luckier, I do in uh, apostrophes, but I had a Liverpool fan on Twitter saying, oh, City, more luck in all these draws. Well, maybe they would have had some luck if they didn't phone them in. That's the thing. If you if you want to be in every every competition, win your game. But no, I'm going, right, Premier League. So can we kind of discard the League Cup because we're in the final? Yeah, of course you can. Well, yeah. well also, yeah. it doesn't matter. Well, just really, put it number four. It's a yeah. fun day, it's, it's number four. It's, uh, good day. Everybody knows that. Good day. You win it and your season's off to a flyer. I'm going Premier League, Champions League, FA Cup. Okay. I think what I really was uh, wondering, uh, you know, the FA Cup and the League Cup, yes, they are going to be a mint days out at Wembley. Um, and you know, other teams will actually be jealous of that trip and that day, and it's a special occasion. I was just wondering, as City fans, what is the priority? Because it's a, I feel like it's a very British thing to say that you have to retain the Premier League. It, it, no I one, think... no one from the outside looks on the on, on the Premier League and go, "Ah, oh, City didn't retain Look at it." Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't but really Real Madrid care. haven't re- haven't won the La Liga in what years? About four years. Yeah, and, and yet, because European they won the Trump- Champions League three times on the trot, they are still the biggest team in the world. So that is what, from uh, my point of view, I was wondering: is there any City fans out there who who do priorities prioritize the Champions League because that's when you sort of stamp your? I, 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 don't, will be. I, I don't think. I think so. it's a vanity thing, though. Well, if if City win it, we then become a much bigger. I say bigger, but I mean it puts you on a pedestal. Like you say, Real Madrid are the, still the biggest team in the world, despite the fact they haven't won the Liga in mm-hmm. the last three years, because they keep pulling it out in the Champions League. I bet the owners would probably want City to win the Champions Correct. League. The owners would, because it's like, you know, when you're talking about the PR, yeah. that that would bring and business opportunities and the fact it's seen worldwide. The Premiership's seen worldwide. I don't think... I know a few City fans, sadly, family members <laughs> even... And all of them want to win the league more than they want to win the Champions League. Because, and, and I agree with that. For if I was a City fan, heaven forbid. But <laughs> the way that you haven't managed to retain it, it is still yeah. a question mark. And yeah. you can't be classed as a great, great, great sign. But I, I if you win it this year, then you know you can go. Oh, we had that hundred point team, and then the year after they we went and won it. I, I, then the only other criticism I've ever heard of Sir Alex Ferguson was that he didn't win more. European Cups with the team he had. 
Would you never look back at? Well, would he was City really, never look back at this era when they were so dominant in the Premier League. No, and wonder because, why they didn't have a Champions League. Because trophy. you've still got Messi and Ronaldo playing, um, so that's one of the reasons why. With Ferguson, um, we had two other finals. We had, a, I mean, we had a great. We had a four-year period. We made three finals, won one of them, and any other. The team, only one we won was against a, a, an English side. A really excited, yeah. yeah, but you were playing Barcelona, that Barcelona team with Messi at his absolute peak will go down as one of the greatest that, ever sides in, in world football of all time. That's the most one-sided European Cup final yeah. ever. Yeah, and he was a, to, Messi was unplayable. Messi, Messi scoring headers in a yeah. in a fight. <laughs> but he, he was. I mean, it's such like a, a freak of nature yeah. sort of thing to say that it comes round. I mean, the Real Madrid team that we're always told about in the fifties. I think the Di Stefano yeah. one, and you know that's their greatest ever side. They say you come up against that, you're not beating it. You come up against AC Milan in the eighties with um, Rijkaard and Hullet and Van Basten and Maldini and Baresi. You're not beating that team. And we came up against the Barcelona with Messi at his peak, yeah. Iniesta and Xavi, the, and that's enough to beat anyone. There's a couple of other bits off that. So from a City fan perspective, and this is a general thing, not particularly my opinion, but we still have a lot of apathy towards Champions League and other people find it bizarre. The, the main reason is... It's not bigger this up, are you? The, no, but the main reason is that we grew up in an era where we watched United winning the Champions League, we watched we we were watching us playing Rotherham, and it it was we never thought we we're going to win the Champions League. But, but now, hang on, when we were playing Arsenal and Chelsea and Liverpool, you were still playing Rotherham. This is also true. Um, but the dream was always right. Let's get there, and then we'll win the Premier League. And it, we've just never really had that Champions League. We haven't got a Champions League history. It's just a fact. We haven't been to a final yet. This year, though, could I? I think this is the most open the Champions League's been. And I think it's one of those where this might be seen as a missed opportunity this year if you if you don't get to that final. This isn't a freak of nature Barcelona year. Real Madrid have lost Ronaldo. Juve have picked up Ronaldo. Juve are probably going to be a... a bit, to be yeah. But there's no They've team still got there. Chesney in net. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? You can't take them <laughs> yeah. that seriously as the, one of the great European sides. There's no side you can't. in Europe who you're looking at at the minute and you're thinking, walk it. It's just do you not want to win the Champions League when there is a side out there that you could beat? You don't oh, want to yeah. walk it to the... F you don't want to just get the look of the... I mean, you might want the look of the Honestly, draw. Liverpool last year would be unbelievable if they won it because they weren't the best side in England. And they beat they all got the through ones. and they beat through. But you're the champions of England. You yeah. should be taking on the champions of Spain and beating them, the champions of Germany, and beating them. We just need to draw them. Yeah. We need no, to get they, they should. They, sh they should. And that's this is what, a big year. I mean, when when I grew up watching the European Cup and Liverpool, it was awful. Liverpool used to win it all the time. Some some of those seasons, you only had to play four games to be in the final. True. Um, but I remember one of the first games I can remember watching Nottingham Forest winning it, and it was like, wow, that's. I didn't think they were that big a side, even though they'd won the league the year before. And then Liverpool won it, and Liverpool won it. It felt like. Oh, it's always going to be an English club because we're the best. And then, of course, we were banned for a while. I think that affects things as well, that ban, because not all mm. fans ever quite got. And Look then the Everton. Yeah, yeah, Everton should have they, been in it and they never got to play in it. One of the best sides in Europe, weren't they? Yeah. But it's, yeah. I also think we totally overestimate how good we are. Possibly Premier League. Yeah, clubs. I think the we, Premier League we sold a lie that it's the most yes, amazing in, league. Indeed. It, it might be the best league. Yes, it might be the best league, the quality league, of it. But quality of individual teams, it's often, we, our opinion yeah. is skewed. 
We'll see. I, I mean, because obviously Liverpool did quite well. I mean, yes, the look of the draw was yeah. okay, but they did manage to turn over teams. Like, was it oh, Paul? did beat oh, us? Yeah, yeah. They comfortably. Destroyed you, didn't they? they? Comfortably beat yeah, us. Yeah, they made Roma, Roma. Just in the end, it was weird. But then... Yeah, that was weird. So, talking of that look of the draw, the final, they just had everything. They literally had a goalkeeper throwing goals in. <laughs> yeah. And when you've got that happening... I mean, just... let's face it, this year, though, they, have they made up for look of the draw with the amount of yes. penalties for nothing, offside goals, they've had in the league just hopefully it doesn't come to anything but. I th- yeah I think Saturday and you speak about it and you I mean on this Wednesday show is very much impartial let the City United fans chat but there is a sense of jealousy about what I'm what I'm speaking about in terms of that I want my club whoever I may support yeah. to be at the the stage of really fighting for that Champions League because I for me love the Champions League yeah I, I love, love, League. I love that those nights the best of the best Tuesday and Wednesday I love nights. that there's grit but I'm unfortunate that over the last couple of seasons you know what the odds are United winning the Champions League anytime soon do you really I don't, need I don't to think I don't think that PSG out? ties fully over if we go and yeah. get that first goal the, that's game on the weirder thing is the one time I thought we might win it was under Pellegrini when we went to we went to the Bernabeu at nil nil after the first leg, and we just fell apart. We we still could have won that game. We were there, and it we kept thinking there was like a sense of feeling at half time in the ground where get a goal there and we're in the final, but it just wasn't to be. But with this team, as you say, we we have to push it. We've been given Schalke, who I'm sure we'll get onto this in in a better preview, the 14th in the Bundesliga. And they're in the last sixteen of the Champions League. They've 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 won six games this season. It's, in the league, it is. It, 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 do you know what? Bit by bit, hopefully the the race gets a bit more exciting because it is always good when you when we do in this position on a podcast to speak about exciting teams uh, in exciting tournaments. And like you say, Alex, United get the first goal, they could still be in it. The Champions yeah. League for me is something that I look to and I think, wow, what what a night! What the best of the best coming together. There's something about that. It just gets me every time. Um, the idea of going to a final excites me tremendously. Mm. Like the semi, the world was, watching. The semi was unreal in Madrid because there was a bit of a sense where if we get a goal, we're going through it, and obviously it didn't happen. But the final being at Atletico's new stadium would be unbelievable this year, mm. especially like in one final, top of the league. Just um, who knows? Could could be a treble call in which would. Really wiped. Yeah, wiped could be. Smirks. Could be. Right, we're going to take a little break because we've been talking a lot there. So, coming up after the break, we're going to speak about Manchester United against Liverpool, the big game on Sunday. We're also going to be a little uh, preview of the Carabao Cup final where it's Chelsea against City. I spent all day coming up with a League Cup game. I found out something fascinating that I didn't even know existed, but maybe Alex did because he's a bit more clever than us, but Adam didn't. Uh, that's all to come uh, right after this. Eight double seven double one. Get in touch. MCR footy social. See you after the break. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening live on Excess Manchester or through the podcast, you can get the podcast wherever you get your normal podcast from. Just search Manchester Football Social. Uh, give us the subscribe so every episode drops into your inbox every day because we do do these six out of seven days a week. Uh, on the red side of Manchester, representing you Reds out there, is Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. How are you, Joe? And on the blue side, uh, helping us to preview the big Champions League clash uh, is Adam Key. 
with Hello Adam. Hello. We are going to be talking about in this section, previewing the Super Sunday. So you've got two massive games that we're going to get our teeth into, including a quiz that we've been working very hard on. Uh, them, them games are, of course... Manchester United against Liverpool at Old Trafford in the Premier League and a little trip to Wembley as Chelsea take on Manchester City for the first cup of the season. Let's get into what will be the first kickoff of the day. Manchester United at home to Liverpool. To Liverpool. Now, oh, lot, lot of, lot, there's so many things we can talk about here. Not just how important this win could be mean in the title race in general to bring it in other clubs like City like Tottenham even but how important this win could be for Ollie and his players and the, the confidence it could get us in this the top four charge that seems to be happening this start of the season for you I, I kind of suppose after PSG there was a bit of nerves now you've seen what he can do against Chelsea you know Liverpool are going to be a big threat Alex yep. is there a slight sense of we we can do this. Of course, there's a, more than a slight sense of we can do it. We can definitely do it. I think uh, Liverpool might just go in as favourites, but I, I don't know because we, we're at home. Also, ultimately, the pressure on us to win that game, it, it's not a season definer, which it is for Liverpool. And whenever... You know, Liverpool getting these big games that it's like, oh, they win this and you're going to win the league. I think Liverpool will be thinking that. Go to Old Trafford, win, and you'll win the league. Because then there's only really Everton in there running that could stop them. Liverpool, historically, the last four or five years have frozen when they've been in that situation. What I find interesting is um, Solskjaer was appointed after the abysmal... Mourinho showing at, at Anfield and yeah. it was one of the worst United performances I've seen in a very long time didn't show up no one looked interested tactically inept scored a goal that was you know a keeper error um, so I think it's Solskjaer's first first big chance to put one over a ma major rival who's beaten us badly earlier in the season so it's a direct comparison in a big big game with um, with what Mourinho did well, Mourinho's last action. That was one of the worst 90 minutes of football you could, you could look back of it in Manchester United's history. You come on, uh, strides through that, and not only is the team uh, looking better, but individual players are looking at the coming into their own. There's a lot of talk about Lingard and Martial, who were at training today, but nothing's been confirmed about when they were coming back. But you do look at Rashford, who's still involved in that team, who can... You know, if anyone's going to get a sense of how important this Liverpool against Manchester United game is, well, there's two. There's going to be Herrera, who we saw against Chelsea. I don't know if you agree. He I thought he was man of the match. He should have been man of the match. He was wonderful. I suppose Pogba can get it because he's been at United for a long time. Well, before he went to Juventus, he was there as a kid. So that, it breathes into how important this game is. But then Rashford up top. You've got to be confident in him and his ability and the fact that Ollie knows how to play him really, really well. Yeah, and he scored he scored um, a couple against Liverpool in the past at Old Trafford uh, last season, I think it was. So, you know, who knows the team? Who knows what they're going to play? They, they could play that diamond that they played against Chelsea. It looked really, really good. Matter was wonderful in that game. Maybe Matter is, is a bit of a key. I think we know when you play Liverpool, everybody knows their front three are out of this world the midfield are hard working and the defenders I think the fullbacks are good but I think the centre halves can be got at Van Dijk Van Dijk will mark Lukaku at the game if he if he plays against him and the same with Rashford but so don't go up and play against him play against whoever the other one is if it's Matip or we uh, said this on the Friday show totally ignore 
Van Dijk in that game. That's what City had to do with Aguero. Just whoever Van Dijk's marking, leave him to it. Absolutely leave him to it and then throw Rashford at whoever it might be. Matip, Fabinho, anyone. Because Rashford will get at anyone. I'm coming at this from a very, very Man United pro Man United <laughs> yeah, of course. point of view here. Sorry about that, but it's, yeah. This is a weird one. I thought three weeks ago that United had beat Liverpool. I think without Martial, well, actually, without Lingard more hmm. than Martial, it could be a struggle. Not, not a struggle, but it's not as positive for United, I don't think. I just think that the form that you were in before those two injuries was... was one It was splendid. Liverpool would have been worried. But I think uh, they will after the Chelsea game because he, Solskjaer dealt with the problems yeah. that Mata can't really play on the wing, as we know, because he just he can't track back and he, he's just a liability. Yeah. And that would be against um, Mane if he was to play on the right wing. So you'd, you'd, you you he won't do that. He'll either play yeah, the diamond defense or... still can be a bit shaky at times. I think what what questions from United fans will be asking is the more that Oli does for United and the more big games he wins against English clubs, uh, if he beats uh, Liverpool, is when when do you accept that Oli is or could be then the future Manchester United manager? And when do you allow him to to have his mind frame in the fact that he'll be here next season so he can start planning for next year? If he beats Liverpool, for me, that is a one massive tick next to his name. Well, for me, should I, I can't see any option better at the minute. So I think he's done enough already. So I think the Liverpool game should be utterly irrelevant. I think if he wins one of the Cups, I think that could get him the job. If he beats Liverpool, that could get him the job. I think Woodward, the Glazers, will probably have already decided. Mm-hmm. And the I I can't see anything other than a riot happening if <laughs> yeah, Solskjaer yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. get it. At this present moment in time, if we beat <laughs> Liverpool, you know, but, but for once United, don't do a stupid... Just wait till the end of the season. Tell Solskjaer Tell him if you've not already told him, but don't yeah. tell everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't, get his mind frame. don't put the pressure on you, mean. Because if you gave him the job now, yeah, so the pressure right could now, be on. The pressure's on him. I'll tell you what, from a city point of view looking in on this, I hope you go with Solskjaer. I really don't want to see Pochettino at United. Genuinely. Mm. I, that's the Pochettino to United move doesn't worry me in, in that sense, but would be a game changer for me. As well as Solskjaer's done and the football he's got United playing. The Pochettino move, because he's going to go somewhere eventually, unless Tottenham can somehow win the league or the Champions League. He's going to go somewhere, and it's either going to be Real Madrid or United. And I'd be happier seeing him at Real Madrid. Well, who knows? I, so just, would I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want Oli every I think, day. I think it's quite I mean. fitting as well if we don't just talk about Oli. I think it's quite fitting that the only people to really get Manchester United playing back in the Manchester United way is not just one person. It's not someone who can replace Fergie it's a team of people and you really have to look at McFeelan and, and Michael Carrick being mm. in that identity and so although we give Ollie this lo- this heaps of praise you know you wonder how their heads are working together as a team that can create this 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 well, Manchester United squad to the be benefit back. of that team now that management team knowing that they're going to be going into next season as the because they can already be planning and they can already be scouting and they can already be like having quiet words with certain players that you you know you're wanting to bring in and you just get much more time to put everything in place and then rather than starting you know everybody comes back when is it august first week of yeah, august yeah. maybe gy they call back to training and it's like oh it's it's social but it, it's that 
continuation because you've had Solskjaer from half the season before and Solskjaer's spent from now he starts planning what happens next year players look happy don't they so they do. Th- that speaks volumes I know that you should never it should never be players that are happy but if the players are happy you see it at City you see it at Liverpool yep. you see it most of the time at Spurs if the players are happy playing for the manager and you see the flip side of what's happening at Chelsea where the players utterly despise the manager by the looks of it and by what you can read they're not happy playing for him the players at City are really happy playing for Pep. United players are happy playing for Solskjaer. You'd, you'd probably probably be silly to break it. Well, you would. With that 13-game record, why would you? So. We are going to go uh, to a little bit. I want to time the break so we can get back right till the team news drops. And that is in what should be a seven and a half minutes. We are talk, we talked about Liverpool-Manchester United uh, and obviously City are in a cup final for a more in-depth uh, preview to the cup final game. Get the Blue Moon Rising podcast, City fans, because he talked in-depth about the game, about Chelsea. But now I've got a little... A little game to play with you. This is all about the League Cup final. Now, let's talk about what was unique, Alex. I should ask you both. Just simple game, simple quizzes. What was unique about the first six League Cup finals? Wow. Oh, oh I, I think me. I know, actually. Go on. Two legs. Two oh, legs. I would have said the opposite. I would have said they oh. were shared, like they used to do with the charity shield. Ooh. Oh, Alex, you are correct. They were shared. Yeah, yeah. One was at one <laughs> one leg at uh, one club, and the next leg at the other. Oh, right. that's what I don't oh, say. Yeah, say it's similar. <laughs> oh, I thought you said two, two legs. legs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I oh, meant yeah. they shared the trophy like they used to do in the charity shield. They shared so the I trophy. Running. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if both sides draw, yeah, you don't do both. extra time. Oh, yeah, right. we just got your both. Half each. Who has the most runner-up medals? Of all time in the League Cup, what team? Player or you, team? Team, I can tell you, six. United. Liverpool. Ooh, it's Arsenal. Mm. Both wrong. Oh, right, that. Alan Hardacre, do you know who he is? No. If I said what the Alan Hardacre trophy is, would you know what that is? The League Cup. It's It's something I have discovered today, Adam, do you know what it is? something ridiculous about fair play in the League Cup or... Best player in the League Cup. The Adam Hardacre Trophy is an annual award presented to the man of the match of the EFL Cup Final. Uh, there have been three people who have won it, uh, and these are over the last 15 years. So, one is a City player. They, what, sorry, there has been, this has won it more than one on one occasion. Oh, won it more than one more occasion. More than one occasion. Who could have won it more than one occasion in the City's team? Aguero? No, Company? unfortunately, he's not Aguero. Oh, take a, it's going to take a second answer. Oh, there you go. A second <laughs> is a me. Manchester United player. Think obscure. This is hard for you. This is not really? what you're going to think. Uh, O'Shea. Oh, no. Um, if I say goalkeeper, even harder. Bartes? Oh, no. Bosnich? No. Uh, you will Van der Howe. No, Van you'll Howe. forget. You'll forget. Ben Foster. Ben Foster, wow. Do you not remember the penalty shootout against Tottenham? You saved you, all of them. Yeah, I don't, uh, And then finally, one for, uh, one for Chelsea, who have won it. He's won it twice. And uh, this man, even if he wasn't playing, would have got dressed up and went onto the pitch in his full kit. Who knows who I'm talking about? Jonathan. Terry. Derek. Right, and the final question is, who's won it the most? Who's won the League oh, Cup the this. most? Do you know it? Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. With eight wins, Liverpool are top of the league uh, they have won it the most more than all any other player and Ian Rush is the uh, has the most appearances in a final uh, gentlemen that sets you up lovely uh, for the uh, Carabao Cup you can go to the pub whilst you 
there and just tell people about that. I don't know if that's I good. I can't wait for it. You, you can know, go, Alan Hardacre. Alan, shout Alan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a buzz me on Sunday. Well, do you know what, lads? You, you ever heard of Alan Hardacre? I've never heard of him, have you? Get Anyone who had heard of the Alan Hardacre trophy, which is awarded to the man of match, eight double seven double one. Who is he? And when did it all begin? All right, this is XS Manchester. We are back with the final section of the show and hopefully Team News will land Manchester City in action in the Champions League tonight against Schalke. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. We keep our eye out for the team news as it might drop any minute now. Manchester City in Champions League action tonight against Schalke. Uh, we have got on the red side of Manchester who's been with us uh, for the whole show, Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. Hiya. Uh, Sundays with Alex, six till seven. You should definitely go and listen to it. Uh, you just bring us the weekend's roundup uh, and pretty much have a bit of a laugh whilst doing so, Alex. Yeah, we're off in the first because we're on pretty much straight after the, the match is finished. So we're off in the first to break all the... Well, to talk about it anyway, say break all the news. And the score of the match you've just watched. <laughs> Adam Keyworth as well from Blue Moon Rising. Uh, hello. Adam, hello. Yeah, I was expecting City team news. We've got Schalke team news. You've got Schalke team news. Well, I'm City sure everyone is... will be on the edge of their seats to hear well, that. Well, they have a player, a number 26, called Sane. Oh. And I'm hoping it's not Leroy who's decided to have a, have a run Switch at last minute. But former City centre-half, Matthias Stasic, starts. OK, that so. is interesting. We are going to be waiting for the team news for Manchester City to drop. Uh, Adam from Blue Moon Rising. Now, what Adam and Alex both have in common is if you've missed any of the shows and you want to have uh, a listen back, simple. Go into wherever you listen to your podcast from. Search Manchester Football Social or Manchester City Football Social. It will be there for you to listen to and enjoy. Uh, right, okay, I'm not going to waste any more time waiting for the City news. We are going to be doing what I call Shuffield Wednesday. Do you have any idea what Shuffield Wednesday is, Adam? No, let's let's uh, rip it off like a band-aid. So Shuffield Wednesday is very, very simple. It is an initiation for anyone who wants to join what we call the Wednesday Club here. On Wednesday, how uh, crazy, creative is that? Uh, we simply give you 30 seconds to do one thing. Oh, no. It is to name either a football team or a player, second name, not first name, beginning with a letter. I have a magic dice in front of me. I roll the dice. It'll land on one letter. Don't know, mag- looking at it's him. magic it's not there. Yeah, make it up for me. I have a magic dice, I roll it, and then whatever letter it lands on, you've got 30 seconds to give me as many today football players, beginning with... For God's sake. The letter, I'm not going to tell you until uh, I've rolled the dice. Hey, no repeating either. Even if you think there's two players called the same name, you can only have one. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Different spellings, you're allowed. I want... Second names, no first names, so you can't just say Liam, Liam, Liam. <laughs> because you're, yeah, it's L. Oh my God, this is absolutely awful. L. Second ah. names, players going to be L. Ah. United centre forward, number nine. Oh, Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, Lindelof, yeah. these are all going to be Yeah, yeah, players. number one for United. Um, ah. oh. What's he called from Longley, place for Barcelona? Longley? Le- Lecomte <laughs> is the hey, Leon no Um... You City used to have one from Everton. Massive forehead. Hey. Joey and... Oh, left shot. Oh. Right. That's really tough. 
Do you know what? I think five. I, I think I was looking at one as well whilst I was doing it. <laughs> Lingard. Yeah. It was actually, said on, him. actually on the he, screen. Oh, yeah, me. Jesse, yeah. Lampard, I suppose Lampard you get him. Quite... Could have got a I imagine, I imagine there were tens of thousands of them. I imagine there was a lot of them. A lot of them, unfortunately, uh, Adam. I mean, you did all right. Some people proper freeze uh, yes. on the leaderboard. Uh, we got two or three people, but uh, we are, our leaderboard uh, still stands at eight. So eight is the top score. Uh, you did reasonably well. Give yourself a round of applause. Oh, thank you, thank you. But you are into our uh, our top. I say top half of the table. Well done, Adam. Thank Part you. Part of the club. And um, so let's just focus on tonight's Champions yeah. League game. Before you see the team, and we'll try and get to you before we're off air. How do you wish uh, Pep's going to set up? Do you want to get this game killed off? Because yeah. Shaka aren't amazing. You want to get this game buried pretty The, the only thing Pep knows how to do is set up to win. Um, basically, he's going he's gonna to play a team that he tends to play away from home. It will no doubt um, comprise of a midfield three of Fernandinho, Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva. And then it's whether he plays Sane, Aguero and Sterling or he might throw Mares in on the right because he has a, a tendency in the away games to want to keep the ball. And for all of Mares's sins this season, he's very, very good at keeping hold of the football. When he's not shooting from 35 yards, that is. But I think we should be fine tonight. If you look at Schalke, 14th in the Bundesliga, they've won six out of 22 games. In the Champions League, they finished second to Porto, and in the six games, they only scored six goals. So, it's not looking great if you're a Schalke fan, but stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. As Pep said, everyone has got to be on their game for 90 minutes. Is there, when, when, uh, I keep bringing you into this, but when Ferguson used to set up in Champions League games, he'd bring in quite like workhorses. Mm. Jisung Park used to have their, their moment in Champions League games, in cup competitions. Is there anyone that always has a standout game for City in Bernardo these games? Bernardo Silva. You keep an He's, eye on Silva. He, Bernardo Silva is our big, big game player. Every every single one this season, as you'll know from that United game, the Liverpool game at home, he was just incredible. And Pep yesterday was talking about him like he was one of his, his well, like he was his favourite son yesterday. it was uh, He was glowing in his review of Bernardo Silva. Do you season. think this, um, <clears throat> obviously Sunday's still quite, a, it's, there's yes. enough time to recover, isn't yeah. there? So do you think you'd go, say, um, is this more important game than Sunday? It's only the first Tonight leg, is. isn't it? Yeah. Do you so, think so? Well, it's more first important. First leg, don't lose. It's more important that we just get this out of the way. If we can go there tonight and score three away goals, it then renders the second leg not not pointless, but you'd hope that we'd have enough to go through at home regardless. But he will have one one eye on Sunday. He'll say he doesn't, but I think we... Well, I don't think we'll see David Silva start both. He'll start one or the other, but he will play some players on Sunday that wouldn't start tonight. So Phil Foden will start on Sunday. Um, Murich, the goal, second-string goalkeeper, he'll play Sunday. So that's already two. There's a centre-off called Eric Garcia, young lad who might start Sunday. Tonight is a get it done for me. I think if Gabriel Jesus was fit, he would have played tonight. Um, but he's out. Ahead of Aguero. Yeah, just because, again, a slight side of his eye on Sunday, thinking Aguero against Chelsea again. After what, after what he did to them last week, um, I think he would have wanted to, to do that. But no Jesus, no, no John Stones tonight. Uh, two players that I think 
would have started. So uh, it looks okay. Nastasic plays at the back for Schalke. On his day, very solid, but we didn't really see that at City. He's done quite well for Schalke. They may or may not have Rabi Matondo on the bench, who City, City sold recently, and then there was more uproar that City were letting young players go. <laughs> um, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm, oh, we're keeping an eye on Twitter because obviously the, um, the news might break. It's of, unusual uh, that City haven't gone with it yet. I'm just looking at, they put a wonderful tweet, uh, you should go and check it out on their uh, Man City on Twitter, about their team that played Schalke back in 2008. Yeah. Um, Joe Hart in net, you've got Sean Wright Phillips, Mika Richards, company in Nedim that team. Uh, yeah. Daniel Sturridge. Sturridge is in that team as we well. Richard Dunn we is captain. Game. Stephen to, Island scored yeah. the winner in that game. Stephen Island. Vincent Company, the only man who travelled in both squads. So I I don't think he'll play tonight. He, he's probably not fit. But so one one player that we might recognise for Schalke, and they are few and far between, is Nabil Bentaleb. For any fans of obscure Premier League, um, not rejects. That would be very <laughs> tough on him. Unless he, yeah, um, if he's listening. But he did say last night that he would be lying if he said he wish you if he didn't say he wishes he was at Spurs. So he plays in the number ten. And to be honest, the rest of them, I am no expert on a lot of these Schalke players. If anyone else can uh, can shed some light on... A front <laughs> I don't think anyone is, really, are they? Shipka, Sane and Bruma. I think I've seen Bruna play before. Rabi Matondo is on the bench. Mm. That could be one that comes home to bite, but one man who is going back home, home, is Leroy Sane. So... Who have you got? Have you got a stat about Leroy Sane, Joe? Yes, he uh, he once obviously played for Schalke. Obviously, he scored a goal in the Champions League for Schalke, and that was against Real Madrid. Ooh. So, top of my head there. Uh, let's just talk about the other English team that was in action last night. Liverpool did. I mean, oh. did, did they do a job against Bayern? Did Bayern no, do a no, job against them? Bayern are not flying by any means, are they? And uh, the thing is, the Bayern didn't score. So that gives Liverpool a very, very good chance. I think that would have been their number one. Like, if you you have to take what's the worst case scenario um, that you're still happy with. Mm. I think to keep yeah to keep Bayern at nil is fine because Liverpool do score a lot, and especially away from home, and especially Bayern will have to attack. Won't I'm, they? But- I'm happy with that result last night from a City point of view. They've got to go into that second leg, and if they want to get something, they they have to score now. Yeah, they'll have to really go for it. That's won't they? why, like we were saying before, if City do have one eye on Sunday, you want to get this game won because then that week, when Liverpool have to go to Bayern and put out a full team and try and win, hopefully, if all goes to plan tonight, City can rest a few players mm. ahead of that weekend. So it's, it, it looks poor. I mean, the longer they stay in that competition, the better. Yeah, well, no, let's get him. Let's get him knocked out. Yeah. Quick. I disagree with that. Kaita, Nabi Kaita, is that yeah. how you say it? Kaita. Yeah. He could have played in um, two or three people, clear, clear on goal, especially uh, Mane. But oh, terrible! He's really, really bad at passing. Don't we've got to go. Playing him on Saturday. Oh, we've got to go, gents. Unfortunately, oh. we won't be able to bring you the city news. Uh, Jimmy's up next. Oh we yes, we will. Yes, we will. Oh, quickly, 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 quickly! We've got Edison Walker, Laporte, Otamendi. Fernandinho, Gundogan, De Bruyne, Silva, Silva, Sterling, Aguero. Pick the bones out of that That one. is a good team. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Manchester Football Social. We've got to leave you, B. We've been Adam. Say goodbye, Adam. See you later. We've been Alex. See you. Alex. Enjoy the game. Uh, be with us tomorrow for full-time Devils Takeover. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. 
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.